I'm your host, Annie Bowles, and this is News Du Jour. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the News Du Jour, a calmer space to consume the news. So today we have a ton of really exciting updates for the most part, and some are good, some are bad, some are entertaining. So without further ado, let's jump into it. First up for a mini story, I just kind of want to touch on there has been a lot more information that has come out about the Idaho four killings. We won't be going over it today because it was just like a lot to parse through. So I was kind of playing catch up today being as I'm recording this on Sunday. Sundays are always like an onslaught of news from the weekend. Um, But I'm going to be covering that definitely in tomorrow's episode. So stay tuned for all of that info consolidated for you guys. From the gas pump to the grocery store, inflation is everywhere. Seriously, make it stop. Thankfully, there's one company out there that's giving you a much-needed break. It's Mint Mobile. As the first company to sell premium wireless service online only, Mint Mobile lets you order from home and save a ton with phone plans starting at just $15 a month. All plans come with unlimited talk and text, plus high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. To get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com slash switch. That's mintmobile.com slash switch. And then first up for today, McCarthy gets his speakership role at round 15. So he did it, you guys, after 15 rounds of voting, late nights, and near fistfights on the House floor, Kevin McCarthy secured the speakership and got his gavel. The look of joy on his face was completely undeniable. Now, on NPR, they said people were jokingly asking, does he still have both his kidneys? Meaning... What did he have to give away in order to secure this vote? And he certainly made a number of concessions, and we should be hearing more about the specifics of those bargains soon. But McCarthy was endorsed by President Trump, and thus he's likely to throw his newfound weight behind Trump in his battle for the Republican nomination, which should be super interesting to watch play out. The nomination is still such a murky mystery and things are going to be heating up on that front soon. I mean, it's imminent. But back to the House floor drama, it seems that there were multiple times where Republican leaders had to be physically restrained from lunging at Matt Gates, the primary antagonist of this whole story. I think there was even one round of votes where he was the only no 
everyone was getting tired. The votes went on way after midnight and nerves were just a little raw, I think. The party was really feeling the pressure to get this done, and they did. They got all the newbies sworn into the House and officially seated the 118th Congress of the United States of America. Very exciting. And up next, we are just going to touch on Hamlin. So, Great news, you guys. The NFL player who collapsed on the field after cardiac arrest is now up, and even better, he's talking. One of the very first things he asked after waking was, did we win? Which I can only say is legendary. I think this is something that will probably go down in NFL history. Additionally, he has had his breathing tube removed and hopped on a video call with his team. He even posted to Instagram for the first time since this event to thank everyone for their continued support. He still has a long road ahead of him, but thank goodness he's on the mend. And next up for today, we are discussing the heartbreaking execution of innocents in Iran continue. So unfortunately, we do have to report that Mohammed Hosseini has been executed. We talked about him in our bonus podcast episode with Elika Laban. If you haven't listened to that, definitely scroll down and find it. All our bonus episodes kind of float to the bottom. So you'll see bonus in all caps. But when you saw pictures of Mohammed Hosseini in court, you could just see in his eyes that he was not well and, of course, was most likely undergoing torture or extreme abuse in prison. The EU and UN and a number of human rights groups have already spoken out condemning these executions as they continue and demanding that Iran halt the execution of innocent protesters. But nothing will really be done until there are consequences involved. If then, the people of Iran are still doing what they can to get this leadership out of power, but they're up against a wall. There are parents crying today because their young, innocent loved one was hanged for no reason. Who are they supposed to complain to? Without a semblance of a fair court system, there's nowhere left to turn. Keep spreading the word on social media, you guys. Talking about these executions and the violence being inflicted upon these people is really the only way of helping them from afar. If you have the privilege of living in a country that does have a free and fair government, lend your voice to those who do not. And again, if you don't know the backstory here or the details of what's going on in Iran, we have a bonus episode that will walk you through it. It's just further down in our feed and it'll say uh, bonus episode interview with Elika Laban. And now for our final story today, Brazil is giving us January 6th flashbacks. 
As we all know, the January 6th Capitol attacks were an event where an angry mob tried to overthrow a free and fair election here in the United States. They wanted to keep in power a president who had indulged conspiracy theorists and did not very successfully protect his country from COVID-19. Well, you could pretty much copy and paste that exact scenario into Brazil and you'd get what's going on there right now. Brazil's former president, Jair Bolsonaro, has a ton of supporters in his country, to be sure. But he lost his election. During the pandemic, he legitimately let COVID-19 just run rampant in Brazil, and he really turned a blind eye to the suffering of his own people. He also has ties to QAnon and indulges those types of conspiracies from his platform. So there is a distinct whiff of Trumpism coming from the Bolsonaro camp. And now his supporters are behaving just like Trump's supporters. They are storming their own capital. But they're also storming their Supreme Court and presidential offices as well. And just like the Trump supporters on January 6th, they believe that the election was stolen from Bolsonaro. They're using furniture and polls to strike police officers trying to stop them. There's videos coming out with tear gas and rioters flooding into social media. And for those of us here in the U.S., it's a little triggering, to be honest. It's a little flashback. Similar to Trump also, President Bolsonaro has been staying in Florida for the time being. But unlike Trump, you know, he's not there in person himself to be stirring things up and emboldening the crowd. But speaking of emboldening the crowd, did we, the U.S., embolden this type of behavior internationally? It's so easy to see the connections here. Will this happen every election? Will people continue to die during these violent attacks? No one has died at the time of this recording, so let's hope that it stays this way and that everyone in Brazil stays safe. And that is the news du jour. Today, I wanted to leave you guys with the quote, The best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago, but the second best time is right now. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you use to listen. A rate and review or shout out on social media would mean the world to us and help us be able to keep creating the news du jour. But the best way to support all of our work is to become a patron at www.patreon.com forward slash sugarfreemedia. You can also follow us on social media under sugarfreemedia.co on Instagram and just sugarfreemedia, all one word, on TikTok. We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News Du Jour. Broadcasting from Oklahoma.